The space lanes are strangely quiet tonight. Hardly a blip is seen on the radar. Comets roam the galaxy unmolested. Pilots are staying at their home base, washing and polishing their ships, watching the price of fuel plummet just at a time when they have nowhere to go. Whole families gather around the same screen in these dark times, waiting for news of new missions. VECM has finished, and there's nothing left to see but a damp stain that smells of gin. Hot mess is over, and a few commanders wonder if it's possible to quietly sell their remaining mugs on the black market. There's an overall feeling of loss, as shared experiences that drew people together from all over the galaxy, so long anticipated, some enjoyed for a day, some for many months, have come to an end. What do they have to look forward to now? What could possibly make everyone feel better if only for a short while? Almost as one, people have a common thought. They search out long unused diaries that have almost all of the entries crossed out and realize that today is that day. Today is Thursday. The time is 8.30-ish. And that means that they're not too late. Desperately, hopefully, they reach out and press a switch and whole families tearfully embrace each other when they hear the words... Our mics are live. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Hutton. We know the journey has taken, well, the best part of a week, but you're here now, so sit down, kick back and tune in. They're already tuned in or they wouldn't have heard that. And they're probably already sitting down. Not sure about the kicking back though. I thought that was something that horses did. I suppose they could kick off, but that's normally reserved for the forums. And this is a happy place. And on that note, now the news headlines. The citizens of Dunkington say crumbs as the 38 go a little bit limp. Brewer Corporation persuades Pilots Federation to reduce rent. Scancon Dundon, er, uh, did. Huxley Proxbeck's Grave New World. Atrus5060 gives us the bare facts about the Thargoids. Lou's got something to talk about for a change. And Norma's getting into the community spirit. If Cecil's left any, that is. First tonight, news from Colonia. 
Ed's 38, the last tattered remnant. <coughs> teeth back in. Ed's 38, the last tattered remnants of a once great faction have been kicked into touch. They've dunked themselves too long and gone a little bit soggy. Someone's stolen the Jaffa from their cake and the custard from their creams. Yes, Dubuenel is reporting that the tin is empty and there's naught left but the crumbs, as they've joined the broken biscuit assortment on the bottom shelf of the shop and lost ownership of the system. Rendered leaderless by the abdication of their eponymous chief, the jammy dodgers in second place got their chocolate fingers on the most prized asset in system and crunch creamed their way to the top. Like the open packet left on the side, someone snaffled them all and then looked all innocent. Alvin has requested that, as he's a fan of his bone-shaped tasty treats, which happen also to be rather biscuity, he'd quite like the place back in their hands and fully stocked with all manner of things that a good boy might eat. As such, he's had a hobnob with his aide-de-camp and insisted in no uncertain terms that Hutton should head out to Catalonia forthwith, not give a fig roll about local security, not give a tonics about the danger, and bring a Hutton-sized stroopwaffle of sticky trouble to the opposing faction. Get those wagon wheels in motion, commanders, and let's lift the biscuiteers out of the hot water. The beleaguered Brewer Corporation has, this week, been successful in its appeal to the Pilots' Federation to lift the load of commanders and reduce the rent for purchases of its new fleet carriers. Whilst they charge a hefty fee for these mammoth monstrosities, the Pilots' Federation had previously published plans to levy a mansion tax on the wealthiest commanders in the galaxy siphoning off hundreds of millions of credits to their own coffers for the privilege of owning one of these giant gin palaces. This left the Brewer Corporation with an overproduction problem and risked space being littered with unclaimed carriers, all produced in anticipation of the galaxy's second generation of big ships heading out there. Universal Cartographics finally signed a contract confirming that discoveries and data from long-range explorer types will be able to be stored on board and transmitted by long-range smoke signal back to the bubble. For a fee. The campaign to allow mug trading from these giant whales of the black is gaining momentum, but as of yet, there is no notice of a change in the circumstances and not a hint of a tint that they might be swayed. For the time being, the resident salt mining corporation of Shinrata Desra has been neutered as the changes have left them very little to moan about, but they're adopting the standard union position of suggesting strikes over pay and conditions. What that actually means, we don't know. But it probably has something to do with having to pay at all. And we don't like the terms and conditions, especially not the ones that say if we go on holiday for 12 months, we might come back to a bill the size of which was last seen when you uh, bought your last pot noodle. We're keeping an eye on the financials. But for the time being, we reckon that a fleet carrier around Mitterrand, as reported last week, is still the funniest thing we've seen in months. Hutton commanders across the galaxy have been gazing in dismay at their exploratory investments this week as the value of their unsold exploration data has inexplicably dropped from however many millions it was to zero. At present, 
there is no explanation for this vast resource of wealth plummeting from almost fleet carrier purchasing amounts to plum zero. But there are many theories, ranging from a cyber attack by the dastardly Don and his electronic henchmen, to our very own Antarius Fusion, code monkey extraordinaire and genius, going rogue and pilfering the pot to fund a scheme that could be the most terrifying ever created by an evil mastermind. Others have suggested that the recent absence of Tharg the Mighty is due to him spending the time developing a way to hack into the universal cartographics and absorb the data. Whether he would be harvesting, harvesting it for cash value to enable the building and repair of Thargoid structures or for the information on pilot movement over recent weeks is a matter for wild conjecture. The Hutton Truckers do not condone the proliferation of conspiracy theories and Alvin has sent instructions to the wayward roving reporter Rex Bottoms to return from his hiding place and apply his not inconsiderable investigative skills to get to the, well, bottom of the mystery. Until such time as we have his report, truckers are requested to refrain from wild storytelling and especially from witch hunts. We await further news on this story and will bring it to you as soon as it becomes available. Spare a thought for the poor buggers on Huxley Prospect in the HIP 68801 system. Poor leadership, dwindling income from refinery processing and a costly pyramid scheme has left them in dire straits. Currently, they are cornered in their home station, experiencing lockdown, famine and infrastructure failure all at once. Residents are said to be surviving on pot noodles, dog's milk and a tin of biscuits given to them by their neighbouring station as a gift for Christmas 3300. All of the lights are out too, as there's no money for the lecky. But on the upside, this does help when the bailiffs come round and everyone has to pretend they're not in. All work on the 10,000 metre pyramid has ceased and has been repossessed by the Bank of Zeance, who have plans to do, develop it into a hollow cinema complex complete with McThargoids and a Toblerone gift shop. Huxley locals are a plucky lot and are taking steps to get themselves on the road to prosperity again. Chief among these was spacing their ruling government and replacing them with a nice hollow pick of some kittens and a ball of wool. Additionally, they will be holding a jumble sale on the station this Friday, 17th of April 3306, starting at 10am and offering lots of goodies at 10 or even 5 credits and a raffle with the first prize of a week's stay in Huxley. Second prize is a fortnight in Huxley. Sadly, due to record low levels of influence, we were the only people who got the message about the jumble sale and we appear to have left it a bit late. Huxley residents have also opened a stall selling Lucky White Heather. Good evening, truckers. Atrus 5060 reporting in with the latest on all things Thargoid. After attending the Pilots Federation's annual gathering this week, I was delighted to have engaged with so many commanders and even went on an adventure with that deviant commander Abe Device to Colonia to track down a missing explorer. The event was a huge success and my kudos to the organisers. Unfortunately, 
We weren't able to avoid a diplomatic incident concerning our very own Lacon Spaceways representative, Commander Bucknecked. Canon Research has intercepted several encrypted messages from those dastardly Thargoids who, upon seeing this broadcast, deemed this an act of biological warfare and are now reconsidering their destruction of humanity. Oh dear. But was it to increase their efforts to crush us from being such a vile race as only further emphasised by Bucknecked's nakedness? It's hard to say, since the Thargoid language is rather convoluted, and we did encrypt decrypt it during the after-party. Maybe encrypt it and then decrypt it. Anyways, that aside, our fellow truckers over in Operation IDA, or, or is it Ida, have been hard at work bringing down the number of stations in need of repair to 32. Their current target is Guidioni Enterprise in HIP 9599, and I know they'd appreciate any help they can get, especially now that we've cured a galaxy of mods. Good luck out there, truckers. For the mug. Stein 2051 and Van Mayen Star are being targeted by a terrorist group, or groups, we don't yet have details on whether the culprits are the same in both systems at this stage, but this is causing major negative effects for our security and economy. We need to counter this by legal deliveries of weapons for use by local authorities and bounty hunting. So please ship weapons to Rennie Landing and Boeing Station in Stein 2051 and Thurston Gateway and O'Connor City in Van Marn and Star. But please do check that what you're shipping is legal at those ports before you do it. There are some pirates in LP245-10, but they do have a tendency to disappear before we get to them, so feel free to try and give them a kicking if you can find them. Otherwise, focus on the terrorists. Over in Colonia, we have some real news for a change. Our good friends, Eds38, followers of the revered biscuit and hoarders of the delicious teas, have lost control of Dunker's Rest in WNL. Despite retiring from public life and enjoying his new career as a recluse, the galactic intern, winner of the coveted Mistake of the Year muggy, would be delighted if we could help restore control of the hallowed dunking grounds to his acolytes. Yeah, and Hanky said something about an outbreak of spots in Doriso, so if you can chuck a bit of zit cream over there while you're at it, that would be great. Over to Norma. With the su- successful conclusion to Operation Hot Mess, we're once again looking around the galaxy for community events where we can stick our oar in. Uh, sorry, help. And although it's not an official CG, we think that we owe a debt to our erstwhile galactic intern to help regain control of Dunker's Rest in Dubonel. Isn't that a drink? As it's under control of New Simbad. A really dodgy name, if you ask me. I think it's just made up. Did you know it's an anagram of bus admin? Or maid's bun? Or a dumb sin? I also want to point out a new feature that the Pirates Federation are adding to the galaxy and to issue a warning. This is the introduction of a queuing system for CQC. At the moment, if pilots want to take a break from their daily routine and get in a bit of a virtual target practice in the arena, 
they need to stop what they're doing, park up and then sit around hoping that someone will turn up. The Pilots Federation have recognised that this wastes thousands of pilot hours, feet up, doing nothing but hoping desperately that they'll make a new friend to play with. A bit like a dating app if you use your own photograph. To combat this, see what I did there, the Pilots Federation are adding a queue where you can ask to be told when your date, sorry, opponent arrives. A bit like leaving a mate to watch your space in the queue as you shuffle forward waiting your turn to get into that nightclub. Now, this is all well and good, and it's not as if you're suddenly whisked away from what you're doing into the hollow arena without a buy or leave. But we want to warn desperately lonely commanders to be careful and to check their surroundings before accepting the invitation. Environments in which you could definitely think twice before metaphorically swiping right are coming into land on Akinar 3 without a docking computer, dropping in at a compromised nav beacon with a full hold of cargo, fuel scooping, exploring a DSS with a threat level above zero, and any situation whatsoever if you have Cecil as a co-pilot. Unless you want to finish your hollow session by hearing the words EJECT! 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 Thank you very much, the news team. Yes, we've got a full show for you this evening with all the usual bits. We've got Commander Wotherspoon and the latest of his powerful people. We've got, oh my goodness, help us, the next episode of uh, Buck's Top Trucker. Uh, and of course, a bit of banter, catching up with the community and what they've been up to for a bit. And of course, seeing if we've all recovered from VECM. But this week, it sees the return of our... Th- oh, clunk. Who bust my chair? Anyway, um, the return of the uh, the theme guessing. And we've got a selection of music this evening to a theme, especially for Litho Breaker, who loves guessing these, and especially for Dead Meat GF, who insists it's a word that it isn't, and for Lenin and uh, other pilots who get a bit convoluted with their answers. So I'm going to hand over to, to one of my co-presenters here and um, say, uh, Sean... Mr. Palantir. Yes. Well, Have you got a link for us for this first tune? Well, the, the, the problem is here that um, I'm suffering a little here. I have this, I have this rash. No, and look, it's because, well, if you, put the, if you put that stuff on, that'll, oh, that'll help. Oh, it's nice when <laughs> you feel free with the cream. And we're back in the studio. Oh, it's a little quieter this week, isn't it? A, a bit more peaceful than last weekend when we were inundated by people. We've got Maybe we our, wore them all out. Our, our regulation two meters between all of us, which is, you know, I can wave from the far side of the studio as some of the crew. Anyway, we're joined in the studio hello. by oh, hello, hello. yes, we yeah, some of Norman's waving from behind his desk as well. His head just popped up. Um, so we, yeah, we're joined by uh, some of the usual crew. It's a, it's a me week, not a cow week this week, because Mister Cow is still um, recovering from the weekend. Um, so we we have obviously, I say obviously because we're assuming that everybody listening's actually listened before. But uh, Commander Flossie, the Pilots Federation's favourite commander. 
<laughs> Hello, thank you. And, and have you taken that T-shirt off and washed it yet? Or are you still walking around proudly wearing it? <laughs> uh, no, I have put it in the wash, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And for those of us that, that can't see, because we haven't broadcast our faces this, this week, um, what does your T-shirt say? The usual one, you know, the, the, the special weekend one. Yeah, um, never underestimate uh, an old lady who... Um, Fly spaceships in Elite Dangerous. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, we, we never underestimate you, Flossie. <coughs> well, we're no, really sorry. We're really sorry. It's a cunning ploy by us, you see, which means if you missed the start of the show because it's all choppy, you've now got to go and listen to the podcast, <laughs> which is superbly edited to exclude all the fluff-ups we did in that opening opening script. Really it's, sorry. It's about, about seven seconds long this, then, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, if you missed all the news, then you're going to have to go back to the podcast, which can be found at website, Amelia. <gasps> Drop you in it. <laughs> it's, um, well, I mean, it depends on which website, because you can get to it through a number of websites, but it's... Um, it's not hotforthemug.com. No, that's the that's the, the hamster that's website. The, that's, yeah, that's the hamster website. It's our, it's our special media page. There was a big hint there. Yeah. Would that be media <laughs> for the... Dot for the mug .com. Yes, media.forthemug.com. And you can hear all the adverts. Uh, it's audio only on that one, and you can hear all the parody songs. Oh, I tell you what, I haven't checked yet. Dead Meat. Have you checked that new song? You know the one? Well, I haven't the, the, checked either. The Throw Your Money at the Charity. No, that's not the song, is it? What was it called? Oh, yes. Uh, throw Your Coin to toss, the Pitcher. Toss a Coin to Your Pitcher. That's the one. Uh, that we played on the weekend. It, I'm, I'm just yes, going that's, to go that's, that's, that's on the media page. So media.forthemug.com. And if you scroll down, you'll see the new song. Is Hutton that performed song. Hutton performed song. And, and um, two versions of it. Three versions of it. Oh, there you go. You, you've <laughs> obviously got by the super sneaky Mrs. Pitcher, who managed to record it without, <laughs> without otherwise hubby. Known as, otherwise known as Amelia. <laughs> what? Otherwise known as Amelia. Was that Amelia? Yes, you got mistaken for, for, for Mrs. Pitcher by her husband. Okay, who's Mrs. Pitcher? <laughs> uh, well, even Commander Evenstar, who does all the dog tags and all the etching for us and, ah. and loads more. <laughs> I, I know, um, in the dark, it's a bit difficult to tell, isn't it? You know. <clears throat> yeah, uh, and of course, he was, he was broadcasting live, etching all his bits and bobs, and then uh, Mr. Cow played the Toss a Coin to the Pitcher song as available on media.forthemug.com. And he said, oh, did you recognise that voice? He said, I don't know, is it Amelia? And I, I could just imagine his <laughs> wife's face as she was sat next to him there. But uh, no, Mrs. Pitcher <laughs> sneakily recorded it for him. And um, then there's a version by Penny Black and Psycho Cow T Mad Cow on there as well. So you have three versions, all of about, um, oh, it must, must, must be about 12 minutes of listening there. I know if you haven't got time, which one I wouldn't recommend. Would that be? Would that be the? I don't. I'm not going to answer the, that one. I'm going to four minute extended version. Twelve minutes of listing, a lifetime of regret. Nine minutes and fifteen seconds cumulatively. Just seems you longer. are a superstar. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> that was seamless, by the way. That, that little <laughs> that little link there. Um, so so yes. Uh, I've lost my completely lost my train of thought on that one. But um, so, who did we have in the studio? We haven't said hi to yet. We were obviously everyone Palantir. except Flossie. Mm. Yeah, but Flossie's the most important one. Um, I, you may have heard just then. Did meet GF, also known as um, Steve. Hello. He's he's had the runs again this evening. I have. 
I don't want to don't want the runs in the rain, so I did it today. All ah, right, uh, and and um, you've had a you've had a have you had a medal through for your previous dose of the runs? Yes. Did I see that? Yes. Are you, are you wearing it proudly there? What, so you did a couple of runs, didn't you? For, for oh, charity. Yes. No, they, these these are just sort of ongoing, keeping fit. So that no, but the one you got a medal for, you don't get a medal for keeping fit. Oh, you do. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, they send you a medal. Or just from participating. Yes. All oh, right. But okay. The, the important the important medals, they they're in more special places. All oh, right, okay. For for special special duties over and above that kind of thing. Indeed. Um and then we have Amelia. Hello. Amelia was evil to everybody last night. We're going to talk to Amelia about why Amelia was being evil to everybody, <laughs> including Commander Wotherspoon. I'm not evil. Night. I'm just I'm fluffy. Yeah. I'm a peach. Yes, the, the the kind that if you if you sample from it, you suddenly age forty years and get thrown in jail. <laughs> but more on that later. <laughs> um, and and of course we have uh, Commander Palantir, the Harry Balzac, the 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 maestro of the guesses. Hello for this evening, and, and script wrangler extraordinaire. Um, because I was a bit knackered. Um, yeah, so if you're watching on uh, twitch.tv, if you're listening on hot dot, uh, not hot dot for the mug, radio, you've, you've confused me now, Amelia. <laughs> radio dot for the mug.com, which is where you listen, or twitch.tv forward slash Hutton Orbital Truckers, which is where you watch, and not the hot dot for the mug.com, because that's where you do, you don't listen or watch. Oh, that link was just gormless. Uh, sorry, seamless. Seamless. And anyway, so um, and 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 Sean, you're feeling much better. Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you very much. Yes, recovered. Yes. Recovered from your busy Saturday, running from room to room, going. Would you like to play games? If you don't, I'm going to kill you. Grabbing people by the throat is a very good way of moving them from room to room. You're going to play chess, aren't you? Yes. You want to be spanked, don't you? No, don't deny it. By the you hanky. Know. Yes. Would you like a hanky with that spanking? No, that's not. Sorry, no. I thought that, that was the job I did afterwards. Sorry. Yes, you, you like it, sir, don't you? Oh. Suits you. Anyway, <coughs> suits, suits you. And um, obviously behind the decks, um, rapidly restarting the uh, the audio equipment this evening was Norm, who also joined us, I think, on Saturday for a bit. Yeah, I was I was, I was with Flossie in second life. Doing, yes. doing Second Life and watching the stream. It was great. Absolutely loved it. You have a Second Life and a Third Life, and yes. Yeah. We, we have lives here. Albeit most of them are digi digital on, on on this radio show and um, on screen. Isolated quite at the moment, but yeah. Okay, if I had to give you two words to, to sum up your Saturday, randomly two words, so I, I, to sum up how it went for you personally, not the whole thing, but just, just for you personally, Amelia. Um... My favourite part was... Uh, no, two words. Uh, two words. Humanity cards. <laughs> oh. Oh, Amelia, you were bad. You were... <laughs> after, see, traditionally at ECM, the physical ECM, after everything packs up, we shut down and we all go to the hotel bar and crack open hard Cards Against Humanity. And normally, it's Flossie that scandalises everything, everybody. But this week, it was you, wasn't it? It, oh, it was so much fun. You had double the nearest score, I think, at one point. Um, yeah, I won three out of four games. Uh, until and we three were in playing the until 4 a.m., yeah. Oh, four. Yeah. I must admit, I, ba I bailed about 1 a.m. So, yeah, it, it was very traditional on that. So, uh, Dead Meat GF, your two words. 
Watching Nutters. Watching Nutters. Excellent. And Flossie? Uh, second Life. <laughs> second Life! Because that's, that's what you did all day at the disco. Yeah. At the, at the ECM <laughs> Ta- disco. Time you- to get my TV working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I, I know that. I know that pain. It's on the wrong HDMI channel. Change it. Um, and then Palantir. Mist Sunshine. Yeah, but there was lots today and yesterday. And <laughs> we did we did miss a, a lot of sunshine. All our sort of pale, pasty, we're going to play on the virtual ECM kind of types. We didn't oh, get our sunshine. Our vitamin do, D. ECM. <laughs> oh, yeah, we stay indoors and play games. It, I mean, it was, it was a phenomenal weekend. I, it feels weird to me because I I've, I've went on to Lave Radio on Tuesday and I had to enthuse about everything we did a lot and onto the forums so this is like my third dose of enthusing about it but i know there are people here who didn't hear all about it um yeah six thousand three hundred and pocket change pounds raised for charity nice. uh twelve hundred people different people tuned in across the day we had about 180 people uh, watching and playing at any one point in time throughout the entire day we completely ruined the new frontier community management team that was that was a challenge. So not a complete waste of time then. Well, no, no, no. I mean, the thing is, when when Buck's top trucker, I mean, Atrus mentioned it earlier, but um, we we had the the joy of being able to see all their faces as Buck's top trucker went live on Saturday. And while Will was smiling from ear to ear because he knew what was going to be happening next, um, Tim, who's been in the job for a week, <laughs> had a look on his face. I mean, it will live with me for a long time. He's, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What have I got into here? Um, <laughs> yeah, so what, what, what an induction for the new community manager from, from VECM. But, yeah, we all had good fun. There have been some lovely messages um, come back. Uh, all across the VECM Discord and on the forums and everything else. Um, a lot of people saying, well, dude, can't we do it like that next time? Yeah. <laughs> well, with a, yeah, with a bit of work, we might be able to do both, mightn't we? Um, sorry, with a bit of work, I mean with a heck of a lot of work. <laughs> with a, with a, <laughs> and by, by locking Grant and Simuth into a, into a room for a fortnight beforehand, maybe. Well, I, I, I had one answer for them, which was well-volunteered. Which is how we got everybody else involved in the first place. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was fantastic for us to, to be able to take a physical event that has a, a well-crafted over the sort of four years in its current style. Um, it has a, a feel to it. It is a very social feel, very friendly feel. If, I mean, it feels like, you know, this show in this studio as well. It, it's got that camaraderie and it's got the silliness and um, possibly the drunkenness and then the somebody being evil at Cards Against Humanity-ness. Um, but it has a style and a feel to it. And we had no idea when I, when I spoke to Mr. Move and Mr. Cow, if we were going to be able to do it online and still make it feel like ECM. And the answer is, well, we all got the post-show blues on Sunday and we're utterly knackered. So clearly, yes. <laughs> um, we, we, we did our best to make um, Baz from Special Effect um, suffer an allergic reaction to onions being chopped near him. Well, that seemed to work quite well. Alvin made an appearance. Um, yeah, and so, uh, so one of the things to say is our, our thank you to the the entire crew of people that were were helping run it on the day. I mean, obviously, there's some of us get to be on screen and, and do the noisy bit, um, but behind the scenes, there was a huge crew of people 
putting the games on, dragging people between rooms to play stuff, monitoring the the Twitch chat and the the Discord, um, helping us put together the streams. You know, all the streamers who joined us, Psykit and Psyche and Spidermind and Lave Radio joined us and Drew Wagar um, and broadcast their own content, overlapping many times with each other as well. Um, but it was absolutely chock full of fun for a whole day. And the big thank you goes out, obviously, to the crew behind that, uh, I mean, Mr. Move and the programming for that raffle stuff. And there were a couple of rough edges. We solved them and the raffle still went ahead and we had different colored raffle tickets and had some of that excitement. So yeah, a big thank you. And of course to, you know, to those that were hosting rooms, Flossie with second life, Amelia with the Oculus home, we had a rampage 737 with the Xbox team and all crows of black with the PlayStation network. So we managed to get all the platforms involved, which is actually better than the real one. Because usually we have only one or two PlayStation. This time we had a whole pile of PlayStation players. So it was a complete day. Really was. And it broke me. And I learned a new skill, which is eating pieces of leftover pizza and managing to swallow them just before I have to speak in the radio show. Oh, <laughs> the only way I managed to get anything to eat. My wife brought me in a reheated leftover pizza because, as you know, we went straight from prep straight into the, straight into the show. So I managed to... Uh, take a couple of mouthfuls, swallow that, and then speak. And I've listened to the recording, and you can't tell. So that's a new skill. No, no. Your, your backgrounds and your T-shirt were, were glorious to behold as well. <laughs> um, I mean, it, yeah, as is traditional, there was me running around at some point during the day trying to write the script and colouring Commander Claire Helen, saying, just go into a chat room here and help me write the script, which involved me talking a lot and then um, Claire making encouraging noises at me just so that I could get it done in time. And those of you that have seen me actually at the real event, that's oh, yeah. normal. Yeah, that's that's absolutely normal. But I mean, dead meat. The amount raised. Oh, what what did we get last year? I mean, it was it was not that much, was it? No, we definitely got more this year. Was it, was it f- about five four, and about a bit last year? Yeah. yeah, four and a bit thousand last year, and six and a bit thousand this year. That's um, incredible! It's incredible from a show that didn't happen, from an event that didn't have a venue. <laughs> Um, from something made up off the cuff in a few weeks flat after we cancelled it. That is absolutely mad. Um, we've, we've started sending out the prizes. Um, we've got a few left to do. So I think we've done about two-thirds of the prizes. We've put people in touch with the donors who gave the prizes as well. And um, we've got a few digital codes to give out. And I think, um, yeah, so the Tin Man Games ones and the special effect packs are still remaining. <clears throat> Plus, obviously, the, the gold mug that sat behind me, but I am not sending that at the moment. I'm in quarantine, and it needs to be super wrapped in soft cotton wool and armor plating. <laughs> We're not losing the fourth mug. So, yeah, and obviously, thank you to those of you who turned up and joined in and played as well. I mean, you know, to go from 250 tickets sold out to so many people playing on the day um, from home when we're stuck in our houses that was absolutely incredible a lot of lessons learned we're hoping we can roll some of it into the real ecm next year so we can involve the global community in the real ecm um without spoiling the real ecm see we have to do it the other way around next time we had to make sure we managed to capture the essence of ecm for vecm and next year we're going to have to capture vecm and roll it into ecm if you see what i mean that hurts mm. my head <laughs> um so, yeah, I mean, Oculus Home, Amelia, is, is your house back together? I think you, you set up an auto Mr. Yes. Dusty to, to put it back together again, didn't you? Yes. Um, every 15 minutes that it was unoccupied, the house would reset itself and put everything back to where it was set originally. So 
everything is good. People can, pe- I had several people that came in, wrecked the house, leave, gave it 15 minutes, then come back and wreck it again. <laughs> so <laughs> it was good. It was. And how's my catapult? Did anybody bust my catapult? Your catapult is safe and sound on the bookshelf where it always is. Oh, that's good. Well, the thing is, I went in there um, early on in the day and went to find my catapult, and I'm pretty sure you put it on a different shelf. And I was running around the room <laughs> saying, Where would you've taken it away, especially to fox me? But yes, I did find it eventually and then shoot people. <laughs> and, and so, Flossie, your, your VECM Second Life, you had banners up, you had posters up, you had the disco ball, you had T-shirts and badges. Um, and a lot she, of people... And she had sex on the beach, of which I participated. <clears throat> <laughs> A long, hot, comfortable something, yes. Which is, which is probably why I was falling down a lot. Yes, yes, you were. I saw you fall down quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was just, um, that was the camera. That was that was real life. <laughs> yeah, I saw but it, amazing how many people had actually oh. confessed that they used to play um, Second Life and had given it up years ago and um, got back into it, resurrected their accounts and, and came and had a bit of a... A dance around. There was one person contacted me and she said, How have I never met you before? And I thought, I know her name. And it turns out I knew her from way back in Second Life, but she was talking about me playing Elite. And she hadn't realised that we used to know each other in Second Life and wondered why we hadn't met before with me playing Elite. I said, But I do know you. You do know me. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very, very small second world, isn't it? Not only is this world, yes, a small place, so so is Second Life. So, (laughs) Siobhan, as she's called, um, I thought, I know her name, and I had to think back, and we both used to be mentors in Second Life, and uh, we used to have this scheme of um, live helping as well. We were both live helpers until they ended the schemes. So that's where I knew her from. Plus, she's part of the a group I'm in as well of um, Brits in Second Life and so, obviously <laughs> over here at Hutton Orbital have you, have you introduced this, this long lost friend to Hutton Orbital and what it's all about now I never quite got around to doing that I think I was just so <laughs> surprised uh, the, rec- the recruiting officer is going to have a word and talking to the recruiting officer um, I understand we've got a, a new listener as well um, Quietus Plays is first time listener oh my goodness what have you let yourself in for <laughs> I've not even listened to Buck's bit for later. I, I, I even, I, I, at least it's not on video. Oh my goodness, it could be on video. Norman, Norman, <laughs> has he sent you a video? Or no, is it just no, audio? no, no, no. Just audio. First person video though. Oh, Winge and Pom, you're safe. You're not going to go blind again twice in one week, <laughs> especially if you stop doing that immediately. No guarantees though. Anyway, um, so the hot mess for those. I tell you what, just for Quietus plays. Um, Flossie, can you tell us what the Hot Mess event was? Pretend to pretend Quietus knows nothing about it. Well, we decided to uh, distribute the Hutton Mug to every commodities market in the galaxy. What, everyone? Even over in Colonia? Yep, even in Colonia. Even out of Pleiades? Everywhere. uh, The... um, what do you call it? One year Sagittarius A. Uh, everywhere, every station in the and, galaxy and this was, that this had a commodities was market. And 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 this was a year ago, maybe you know, two years ago. Took us a while, maybe. 
Nope, three months ago. 12 weeks to do 55,000 stations. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, there was, there was actually um, on the forums, and I don't know whether Dead Meat has got access to the forums. Do you, or am I throwing you in the, under a bus there? Um, I haven't got them open right now, but I can get there. Oh, well, there was, um, I was just going to say, in, in a minute, I might come back to you, because there was a, a, a lovely post by um, uh, Alec Turner of the Buckyballers. I think I may have yeah. pasted it in our in our little channel as well. Yeah. Mm. If somebody's got eyes on that one, we could do with reading that one out in a minute, because it, it does rather answer. I'm looking at it right now. You are? Yeah. Well, if you've got it handy, Flossie, would you, would you like to read some of it out? Because it does characterise exactly how much fun this has been. Uh, it says, I'll post something on my best of forum thread in a while, but can I just say, when this first started, I can't recall exactly what my comment was, probably the general Mercer quote about an unwillingness to stare facts in the face. Uh, but the gist of it is, was that I honestly didn't think this was actually possible, or at least that it would take years. I really must remind myself never to question the truckers. When they set their minds to something, whether it be cycling up a volcano, showing a global pandemic who's boss and making ECM happen anyway, or doing something utterly ludicrous like delivering the single hardest item to obtain in the galaxy, to every station in the galaxy, they are a shining example of what can be achieved with resolve, determination and good humour. Bravo, one and all, an extraordinary achievement. Commander Alec Turner, the check's in the post. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, that does rather underline it. And actually, we, we gave a little list out afterwards of the silly things that we've done over the last bit. I mean, this, this has been the silliest of silly things, uh, an outrageous mission. We, we set ourselves a timetable of doing it before ECM, and we sort of did. But the, I think, Flossie, you've got a little bit more on it later, haven't you? Yes, I have, yes. Yeah, so I'm not going to spoil the, the surprise. We we sort of got there by ECM, but, you know, what have we done? We've I'm, There's a big list there. We, we put mugs into production. We fought the Don multiple times. We flew 250 ships across pirate-infested space to deliver rares more than once. We dropped a quarter million tons of bio-waste from the skies over a planetary base of another player faction for a giggle and videoed it and sent it to them. Uh, we flew around the galaxy in 80 waypoints. One person, I think it was Rincewind, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, even doing yeah. it in a sidewinder and claiming the highest odometer reading in a sidewinder ever. We spent 12 hours racing across the planet's surface in open whilst under fire. We took the first trade gold in squadrons despite having started at the last minute because we'd forgotten it was on. Um, we fixed eight and a bit stations in 10 days after the Thargoids burnt them. We delivered a mug to every station in the galaxy, this hot mess mission. We collected and delivered one of every rare in alphabetical order to Hutton Orbital in an ASP, even the illegal ones. Uh, we managed all these systems that the dead meat will tell us all about um, the history of that if we ask him, but we're not going to. But we managed all these systems in a, a big traffic area near Sol. We evacuated an entire station that was under attack by Thargoids in a Nats left whisker over 24 hours, I think. Was it? It was just over a day. I think we we cleared a whole station, and mm -hmm. we hold the record for the fastest single mission evacuation of a station using an eagle and a single passenger cabin, eighty eight seconds, um, and also took top ten slots in a CG, and all of that because we can and because it's ruddy good fun. I just add an extra one on that because it's in uh, Commander Alex Turner's signature. The um, Wookie Ball race from Cortez Base was discovered because of the. Uh, the mugging mission 
the hot mugs. Yep. Oh, um, the twelve mugs of Christmas. Yes, Dante. Thank you very much as well. Yes. Um, so this is this is what Hutton does, isn't it? We do the silly stuff. Yeah. We're going to have to come up with new silly stuff soon, but we, I think we need a rest for a bit because we're all a bit <laughs> we're all a bit broken now. <clears throat> um, so yeah, we we do all these kind of things because we can because it's fun, and uh, we're looking forward to having some fun with these uh, these fleet carriers as well when they come out. There is a campaign to try and get mugs allowed in the commodity market on fleet carriers, not just mugs. Sorry, rares. Rares. So that's mugs, Pantar prayer sticks, indie bourbon, and Satori maker gin, and some others. If but and there won't be any room, there'll still be there'll be full of those. <laughs> Span- spaniels and rabbits and beast feasts and Jedhar puzzle boxes and Uchen chili paste and yeah. Um, so if you want to join in with that one, there is also a little thread on the forums, which I'm sure we'll dig out a link to at some point, saying please let us trade in rares on on fleet carriers. Anyway, back to the script. So I've deviated a tiny bit. That, it says, Hot Mess Dreamy Reminisces. And we've Who just been dreaming that? about it. I did. That's what we're doing, dreaming about it. It was lovely, wasn't it? So well, Harry Potter. Hours and hours and hours. <laughs> you you yes. mean you, how many mugs did you do? Uh, about 800 and something. I was 15th in the list. No, no I, you know, so I was, 15th I was no doc- 800 mugs. Yes. That's yeah. 20 was no- trips to Hutton. Yes, no Doc Jack, I wasn't. I, was, I didn't get nearly 3,000. But 800 something, I thought, uh, what am I? Let me just have a look. Yes, 15th with 805. I didn't think that was and, bad. And Flossie, I know you're not going to mention yourself in your bit in a bit, um, <laughs> but how many mugs do you load into other people? Um, well, 11,000? 11,000, yeah. but the, it's taken the table off now, so I don't know. But it was over 11,000, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> 11,000 mugs yeah. thrown at other pilots. All at her own expense. Yeah, yeah. And I paid, a lot, I paid a lot of fines as well because I kept dropping them in the no-fire zone. The, the profit <laughs> margins never really mattered at all. No, Isn't, that, isn't that in the song? Yep, it is. Um, so, I mean, it's been a phenomenal bit of fun and, and a great big effort. And you'd think, you know, even if you were doing it in solo, but actually doesn't matter how you were playing, whether you're on a console or in solo, in groups, in open, the um, hot dot for the mug website. Let's see, Amelia, we can say that now. Yes. What was the website again? Hot dot for the mug dot com. That website is a, an absolute work of genius by the technical team. So obviously Intarius Fusion and Commander Simons and... Oh, there, there are others involved as well, but mainly in Tarius Fusion's brain with, with, with Simon sort of turning the handle really quickly. Um, put this together, and it uses the journal and the, the stuff available from Frontier to to support the events by giving us, you know, what's near us, how many are left to go, and, and reading your journal and, and tagging it, which also, of course, gives us Hutton's top trucker every week because all the people going to Hutton to get mugs were obviously in the running for hot dot for the mug dot com hot truckers fastest runs as well but the leadership hasn't changed i don't think but we'll hear from buck lake buck laker <laughs> from buck lake on lake on buck later him yes the texan later just put your hands together while we do the jacket up at the back you'll be fine <laughs> Right, um, so, uh, Amelia, we, we've got um, a note from Mr. Venezia, yes. who is uh, the current hot box, hot boss, that he's found some information. Okay. He's, he's made a request of us this evening. Can you see that on the, there, that bit in, is it red or green, that one? Um, it's, it's in brown, brown, Dave, don't brown. worry. Brown? 
I was mm. I was hedging my bets. Yeah, nice nice try. For those <laughs> of you watching in black and white, mind. it's grey. If he knows watching in black and white, Dave <laughs> sees, sees everything in black and white. And so, red all over. Should I read this? Go on then. He, Mr. This is from Mr. Venezia. Hey, can you put a teaser in the show today that we are currently looking for the pirate installation where the Don and his henchmen were manufacturing the fake mugs that caused the mods outbreak? Graham and I are coordinating an event where we will hit two installations in space. We already locked down the installation and systems, just working out the dynamics, and then we'll schedule the event for after the betas. It is an anarchy system, and I already ran the test run on both installations. No bounties incurred, and pirates showed up almost endlessly at the second base, which made for a lot of fun. So hut and truckers, we're going to go blow things up. Yes, we yes. may have found where the fake mugs boo booed the fake mugs. Um, Horrible, nasty fake mugs. I know. I've got one. <gasps> I was sent one. Heresy. Somebody sent me a fake mug. I didn't get mods though because I had two of my own real ones, just to you know, tea in one hand, coffee in the other hand, alternate sips. I'm fine. You put strong enough gin in it, it won't matter. Yes. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, so what have we got left? Does anybody, before we move on to our favourite bit, um, have anything else to add about the shenanigans from the last uh, the last week or so? No, apart from anything else, of course, it's been a short, shorter time since the Saturday to now, so we've had fewer opportunities to get ourselves in trouble. It doesn't feel like almost a week. It doesn't feel like, what was it, five days? Is it really five days? Goodness gracious me. I did have one last thing to say. Go on then. Um, After the awesomeness of the ECM, um, I'm aware that quite a few people have said, can we do more of this? Uh, (laughs) And the answer is, yes, you can. Um, Please don't expect the usual crew to organise everything for you all the time because it is exhausting. Um, But... Anything you want to put on, the guys who know how to set up Twitch and link streams together, do broadcasting and whatever, will give you whatever help they can. So if you've got an idea, you've got an event going on, and you need a bit of assistance in publicising it or broadcasting it or whatever, please shout up and you'll get the help. But please do sort the, these things out for yourself. Get your little groups together, get, get games going and do things. Yeah, I mean, the um, the VECM Discord is still live. And we're leaving it live deliberately, so if people want to uh, enter the Hutton Games Room or the VECM Games Room or the Buckyballers Games Room, um, you, you can do so, and we will support you, as, as you say, in any way we can. We'll shout about it from the rooftop. So if, if you and 10 mates want to get together and host a bit of a, um, a gaming session, CQC or um, anything, really, uh, give us a shout and we'll help where we can. But yes, thank you very much dead meat for that one because yeah, we, we would love to do this more but honestly it'd probably break us yeah i mean the ecm itself the main event took us three months of planning and work to get the sellout that we did and then we had four weeks to glue together the digital one and um my goodness right uh now norman i think i know yes. what the community is going to say but we're going to have to ask them as we did last time and last time okay uh, and the time before that there are two flossy tunes 
because Flossie's about to talk about the CCCGs, the Community Created Community Goals, but we have the Interstellar Initiatives version of Flossie's tune, and we have the Community Goals version of Flossie's tune. So we're going to sit here and stare at the Twitch channel for a little bit until people tell us which song you would prefer, Initiative or Community Goals. And, and there is no paint pack to give away for the first person. How's that? It'll take time for them to... To catch up. Absolutely no. Oh pink. yeah, no. There, 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 there's a lag going on here. Da 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 da. Ig retired navy. It one. Ig. Hmm. What's an ig? <laughs> oh god. Uh, it's Incatella Ganitiative. It's it's what you do if you're trying to be a ventriloquist. Incatella Ganitiative. Ig. Okay, we'll go with ig then. Um, Norman, <laughs> take the ig away, please. <laughs> Help? Help? It's flashy. It's flashy. It's flashy. It's flashy. And the community goes. When the universe is in trouble bug infestations in the bubble your home stations burned rubble what on earth can we do now interstellar initiatives let flossie tell you what it is then you can get involved with this should listen to what Flossie says Interstellar Initiative Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you can get involved with this Now you should listen to what Flossie says Hello, Flossie here with this week's CCCG News Whenever Nurse Wyatt is busy For some reason people turn to me for medical advice this is, of course, confidential, but I can definitely tell you, Mr. L.S. of H.O., that the galaxy is much free, so whatever you've caught, it must be something else. And in any case, much doesn't make it go that funny colour or make it smell like an overripe cheese you found at the back of a fridge during a clear-out because you've got nothing better to do at the moment. Anyway, 13 weeks... 322 pilots, 55,456 mugs. Impressive numbers, but these are only statistics. Numbers alone cannot convey the enormity of the task which has been accomplished. No dry fact can make you feel the weight of history as the Hutton truckers, both official and honorary, have completed the largest and silliest venture in the annals of the Pilots' Federation. Stop sniggering, you know what annals are. We've all heard many reports of the deeds of pilots throughout the last few weeks. Who delivered the most? Who was everyone's favourite teabagger, for example? But some of the best work was reserved for the very end. It was touch and go for a while as some systems were in famine or lockdown, so that Alvin was prevented from showing them his love in a very tangible and mug-shaped way. Commanders plugged away until there were only two stations left and Commander Retired Navy IC-1 was determined to see them, giving the mugging of a lifetime. 
despite losing his ship and its hold full of cat mugs, trying to run missions to reopen the markets, the commander did officially deliver the last mug of Operation Hot Mess yesterday afternoon, which has been officially confirmed by Antares Fusion and his calculating hamsters. So that's it. We've done it. We've finished. We've broken Hutton by putting Alpha Centauri back into infrastructure failure. We've delivered a mug, and in some notable cases, yes, wrong way, I do mean you, many more than one, to every station in the galaxy that has a commodities market. And during this time, all of the pilots staying in their ships, not venturing further than their own cargo hold, had helped to prevent the spread of muds throughout the this precious galaxy of ours and reminded us why we are all here because we are hunting truckers and because we obey commands of a dog and Flossie with a pen Flossie told you what to do Um, so, thank you very much, Flossie. Thank you very much, studio team. Next up, we've got um, The Powerful People by uh, Commander Wotherspoon. And in between times, uh, we have another tune. Who am I going to give this link to? I'm going to give this link to the Dead Meat. Would you like to introduce our next tune, Mr. Dead Meat? Well, um, you can tell that I wasn't prepared for this. But... <laughs> you know, it says in the script, I'm going to randomly hand them out. Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. I thought it was the first one. It doesn't say it for the second one. So there's a lot going on at the minute and a lot of strange things happening. And there's a lot of people complaining about it. But oddly enough, you'll probably miss it when it's gone by the Skiffle Players. Powerful People. Encyclopedia Galactica presents biographies of notable people in the galaxy. This week, Zachary Hudson. The truth is that you cannot escape adversity. You have to stand up and face it. That's how you get stronger. That's how you learn. Maybe you miss a meal or two. Maybe your kids have dirty faces and shabby clothes. If that's what it takes to get you looking for work, then so be it. I'm not going to insult you by pitying you, because I know you can do better, and you know it too. Thus spake Zachary Hudson, speaking eight years before he was unexpectedly elected federal president. He's arguably the most powerful person in the galaxy, but where did he come from? What's his backstory? Hudson didn't really have a parental home. His family lived on board their ship, trading from one system to another. His parents must have had a ready supply of performance enhancers, as Zachary was the eldest of six children. He likes to tell stories of how he was left to guard the ship's cargo, armed only with a rifle. His parents would have been better off teaching him how to use the pulse lasers, really. Hudson also likes to tell how his family would survive times when the training wasn't so good by hunting big game. But Hudson makes it very clear that his family never broke any poaching laws and was willing to go hungry and even die of starvation rather than break the law. The young Zachary never even did anything as reckless as running through a field of wheat. But he recalls that he admired the federal military so much that even as a child he would sell his parents' wares to soldiers for a hefty discount. 
He recalls an incident when his family's freighter was denied docking permission repeatedly for 24 hours solid. His family, honourable to a fault, did not re-log to attempt to re-instance. By the time they were allowed to dock, their entire cargo of animal products had turned into fertiliser. The young Hudson saw this as a call to political arms. Not only would he fight bureaucracy, he'd also fight taxes that penalised honest traders, and he'd fight welfare payments that discouraged layabouts from getting an honest job. Fast-forwarding 83 years from his birth in 3301, President Hudson had become a leading congressman in the Republican Party. Fostering excellent ties with the federal military despite never having served himself, Hudson is close buddies with many of the top brass in the Federal Navy. In particular, he's close friends with Admiral Lucas Vincent, the man who bombed the onion head fields of Lucca, something that then-Federal President Jasmina Halsey claimed she didn't order. The resulting kerfuffle weakened Halsey's grip on power. But what really did for her was the presidential flight exploding into a million tiny pieces when both she and her vice president, Ethan Naylor, were touring the frontier systems. Being lost, presumed dead, did not improve House's ability to govern very much, and her acting replacement, Felicia Winters, wasn't up to much either. Hudson, sadly, felt that it was his duty to replace the weak, indecisive liberal leadership with a strong federal government, one with a sense of purpose, and with a Zachary Hudson in charge. So strong was his conviction that he was the right man for the job that Congress voted him right in. And there he remains to this day. He was supposed to undergo a statutory vote of no confidence after four years, but this doesn't appear to have happened, and no one in Congress seems to have been brave enough to ask him why not. His term as president is due to complete in 3309, but no one's taking bets about whether Hudson will stay on for another eight years. President Hudson is all about free trade and the corporations. He hates slackers, which is why there's no welfare in the Federation. He hates taxes, which prevent growth. He loves the military and was secretly quite pleased when Imperial Admiral Denton Petraeus cancelled the London Treaty, allowing Hudson to fund the building of more and better farragouts, all the better to counter the threat from the evil empire. Hudson encourages public respect for the military by just occasionally reminding civilians what the military can do for them. Hudson funded the development of the Pacifier Fragment Cannon, which gives a long-range tight cone of damage. Fire one of those into a crowd of rioters and they pretty quickly learn respect for the military. As well as funding military spending and selling weapons at a discount, Hudson's other hobby remains big game hunting. Not only can he ride a horse shirtless, he can wrestle a bear into submission and kill a variety of endangered species in a selection of interesting and exotic ways. One of the delights of being a guest of President Hudson is sitting round the campfire on one of those hunting trips, eating some exotic and possibly non-poisonous creature that Hudson has killed and cooked himself. Tune in next week for another of the galaxy's powerful people. And we're back in the studio. 
Oh, he, he doesn't he doesn't spare anybody, does he, with these things? They're brilliant. Insightful. I think he's got one left to do. Actually, I think that might have been the last one. Oh, no, wait a minute. There might be one more. There might be one more. But after that one, we're going to have to see. Maybe it's going to be the galaxy's most powerful corporations. Who are these businesses mm. that, uh, that run the galaxy? Excuse me there. Terrible, terrible frog in my throat. The, the frog's back into the studio. So, um, Amelia. Yes. Talking of Commander Wotherspoon. Mm-hmm. You, I, I, I mean, you tormented him last night. <laughs> Obviously, the Hutton Games Room is open the rest of the week as well, and um, we've we've taken advantage of the Hutton Games Room to entertain ourselves with things that aren't flying spaceships. Well, maybe they are, but we don't know yet. Uh, and Amelia has been hosting a little bit of um, role-playing, shall we say. Specialist role-playing. Specialist role-playing, yes. And we, we invited Mr. Deadmeat and Mr. Wotherspoon and me and you as our, our GM last night to yeah. spend an evening rolling some characters, shall we because, say. Because it, it literally does take an entire evening just to roll characters for this game. Till, till one in the morning. I'm having, having a go at uh, Traveller, wasn't it, from, uh, yes. from Mongoose? Who happened to work when you're not socially distancing somewhere near where you sit every day. Yeah. And um, now, what did you do to poor Pete Wotherspoon? I I didn't do anything. <laughs> it was the dice, Your Honor. It was the dice what done it. <laughs> um, so, do so you give people a mental image? I mean, at the start of it, when you roll your your, your stats, and yep. people have heard Pete Wotherspoon's mellifluous tones. How mm. I mean, how was he looking at you know the very start there? At the very start, he was almost superhuman. I mean, physically. Intellectually, well, I mean, he was average, but physically, his character was almost superhuman. Uh, he he was he was the Incredible Hulk. Pretty much, super strength, super dexterity, and uh, tons upon tons. Literally, his best statistic, endurance. So it you could just take a pounding. And then by the end, if you were to describe the change in Commander Wotherspoon by the end of our MAMP three-hour session. By the end of the three-hour session, he was all brains and no brawn. He he was a brain in a jar, wasn't he? I mean, Pretty literally much. everything else everything else had fallen off. Yeah, he went through some accidents, shall we say, <laughs> <laughs> um, which caused some injuries, uh, debilitating, <laughs> seriously debilitating injuries to his character. Of course, also he got um, a bit shafted by old age. It comes to us all. Apart from me, because I'm 21 and I always will be. Or I was last year and the year before and the decade before that, yes. Yeah, but, but Wotherspoon's name is Peter, not yours. <laughs> <coughs> Any, anyway, so, um, yeah, much, much fun was had um, with that one. And I think I ended up in jail at one point. Yes. For, for, for about the... 20 years, yes. It was about, well, it's more like 12, but still a long time to be in jail. <laughs> yes, I, I was I was a fixer in jail and all sorts. Obviously, we, we watched... Yeah, we, we watched on Saturday um, Spider-Man's EDRPG being played by them and also by Wishblend. And and we had sort of the cunning idea between you and Mr. Deadmeat that I reckon we could do Traveller like this as well. So we're, we're having a bit of a go of that one. And we're going to see how long we can survive, which, judging by how evil our GM is so far, <laughs> um, might not be long. Deadmeat had the perfect character. He, you know, he ended up really good. That's the best compliment he's ever had. Yeah. I scraped through every roll. Yep. And he, that was he my didn't, whole life. He didn't end up in a wheelchair or a brain in a jar no. or anything like that. 
it was, oh, you need five. I've got four, but a plus one. Yes. <laughs> Every <laughs> single time. But anyway, so the, the Hutton Games Room is, is is full of fun stuff. And actually, following on from VECM, um, we, we we love flying spaceships. We love our fleet carriers. We love our void opal mining and our LTD mining and our CQC and everything. But sometimes pilots just need that little bit of a break. Um, so, yes, we, we visit the, the Games Room over at Hutton. It is uh, an hour and 22 minutes from the jump-in point. But once you get there, you can you can crack open the board games cabinet and and start playing other things. Um, so we might bring some updates in future weeks about what bad things you've done to the Wotherspoon. <laughs> right. Uh, we need to stand by for another tune. Who's my victim next? Who am I going to pick on next? Is anybody going to volunteer? I'll volunteer. To be, to, to, to be tempted by this next one. I'll volunteer. Go on then. So I am currently drinking tea, Earl Grey, hot, out of my Hutton Orbital radio mug. It's such a temptation. And I'm seriously considering doing an event, maybe a tea party, based around this drink. And I'm going to call it The Tea Party. Tempting. your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as being virtually sad, the virtual event is over. So let's get on to our top truckers this week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping around like them noisy crickets in a field, Commander Kratu lit it up with almost 43,600 light years jump. Commander Kudoi Kasume took control of the trigger this week, turning the despicably dirty do batter Don Antonacci and his band of pathetic pirates into space dust. He racked up almost 40.8 million credits worth of bounties while tearing the engines out of every one of the Don ships. Running missions like no other, Commander Texas Stu tallied up 810 mission points this week. That makes four weeks in a row now for that old timer. Loading up the new trailer attachment to the rear of a Lacon Type 9 and filling it to the brim, 
Commander Galligan Champ hauled over 42,000 tons of cargo around the galaxy and apparently picked up a few stray tons here and there. And keeping control of the Hutton Taxi this week, Commander Texas Stu delivered 1,861 passengers around the galaxy in his attempt to also earn the most mission points and keep this category all to itself for the fourth week in a row. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Brett Riverboat in one hour, 22 minutes, and 31 seconds. But the fastest run to Hutton in this month of April is held by Commander Doc Jack in one hour, 23 minutes, and five seconds. Huh. But best run in race and beauty and and just fantastic flying is held by me. Yes, sir. Your very own Buck Nicky flew out there a couple times and did it in one hour, 23 minutes, and 35 seconds. So, if y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to truck. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out, and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own hut decal for your ship. Wait, what's that? Oh, they just said I don't qualify if I mention myself. What a bunch of legal <clears throat> Anyway, Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lake On Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy that comes with an interactive game of Dock and Dark. See, that's, that's Buck as we know him. I don't know what happened to him last week. No. Uh, oh, dear. I think he must have been at the, been at the Saki again last week. <clears throat> but he's, he's, back, he's back to normal now. So if your name was mentioned on this here radio station, then get in touch with Commander Palantir, who's going to get you a hunting decal. Aren't you, e- sir? Yeah, I am. Email, I took part at huttonorbital.com. But I took part or you took part? They took part. No. We took part. We took part. Yay. No, I took part at HuttonOverTheLook.com. Yes. Right. We, we, we've, we've had a theme this evening. Um, we've got two more tunes, um, but the next one's bound to give it away, probably. But we've had a few guesses come in. Is it boobs? Um, it's not. It's definitely not that. And the picture you sent me earlier is very, very naughty. <laughs> And I was no, distracted. Very, very and I lost naughty. my. I lost my For train the of thought. benefit of yeah. our listener, it's only a little bit naughty. Yes. Only, oh, yes. <coughs> oh, um, Flossie. That it deep, that deep fake you did oh. was not very good. No. <laughs> my my poor bonds is sore now. Um, so, um, Mr. Deadmeat, your your first guess that somebody came in with, um, or the first guess that that Mr. Palantir posted up. Rinswin Cumbry's guess. Is that the first one? Yeah, we, we gave you that Jeez. one because you can pronounce the name properly. Yep. Yes, that, that was Lockdown. Okay. Which lockdown? Which is sadly not correct. Ooh. Logical, logical, but not correct. And not the only uh, person to have guessed that. No, and um, the second guest, Mr. Palantir. 
That was from our favourite, one of our favourite mug droppers, retired Navy IT1 thinking, I'm thinking lockdown stroke quarantine. No. No, you're miles away with that one. You'll miss it when it's gone. No, we won't. Uh, feel free. We will feel free afterwards. I see where you're going with the first tune. Um, my cream and the skiffle players. But he, but he did come back later with an other one saying, oh, and I go to the opposite, being able to get out of the house, freedom and liberty. It's the uh, other side ega- of a very ega- egalite, wrong coin. Egalite fraternity, isn't that? Isn't yeah, that the yeah. So, so the, the other side of a wrong coin. Uh, yeah, definitely a wrong one. And then what else have we got? Flossy. Do, 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 we've had a guess... Plus, we've had a guest from Lithobreaker. Yes. Um, I'm actually wondering whether the theme is VECM, but it seems like that would have been too obvious. Now, we did say, Lithobreaker, that this week we had a proper wordplay guessing theme. So should we do a quick recap and then go for the no. next one, which should, if you don't get it on the next one, then I've either wired my brain up wrong this week or you're not paying attention. We, we um, do have one more guest from Dr. Pismo. Oh. However, it's just a reworking of the other... Theme. Nice guess, Dr. Pismo. COVID-19 or the solitude it, it's created. It's not COVID. So no, it's so. not VECM. It's not freedom or going we, out. We don't it's do not... real life like that, do we? No, no. We, we There's enough of that abstract. stuff outside of the show. Uh, we, we, we sit down nicely at a little table and uh, have a drink and come up with these. Oh, no, I don't. I, I just randomly pick something, actually, and then make a theme around it. Um, so let, let's just go over what we've had so far. Right at the top there. Oh, Steve, you've been drawing on the script again. That wasn't me. No, that was me. Oh, God. But, um, you can't see it, and it's probably a good thing you can't. So, Amelia? Yes. Amelia, are you there? I'm here. Your, our, our first song this evening, without giving anything away. I Feel Free by Cream. And Mr. Deadmeat, the second song? The second song... At the top. Sorry, I pressed the button. Run. Uh, you'll miss it when it's gone by the skiffle players. Right, and ooh, who, who's who's next? Should we go Flossie? Song number three was Temptation by the Tea Party. Temptation by the... So those are the three we've had. Um, so we're, we're going to go and have this tune, then come back and say our bye-byes, and then have the outer the end of the show tune. Uh, don't forget, everybody, of course, the green room sessions we do on... Did we say the first or last weekend? Last. You, it it last depends. Yeah, you said first, but then you changed it to last, so we're going to stick with last now. Right, so that's that's two Thursdays' time. Yes. Yes, the 30th. Yep. Okay, yeah. so we're not going to go to the green room this week. So, um, Flossie, would you would you yeah. like, based on the previous bit and the next bit and the next tune, to um, take away a link for us? Yeah, well, it's not often we can say this about Buck, but that was entertainment. Good thing Norm's here to get us out of a jam. And we're back. We've had some more guesses. We've had some more guesses. Oh, now, see, now the guess is getting serious, aren't they? They're getting very serious. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm not sure how is that serious. Oh, they are. Well, no, there's, I mean, there's lots of uh, people meaning to put things in Discord and all sorts. Retired Navy IT1, I've been wrong twice. I know it's not Buck's VECM video. Um, you'll miss it when it's gone. Yeah, but you put jam on it. Oh, no, sorry. That's my, that's, that's my own weekend work. Sorry. The, the tea party. Mm, no. Um... So, yeah, this is sort of coming towards the end of the show. So we're going to round off for the evening. We're going to um, play this tune. I think um, Norm's actually got two tunes back-to-back for the end of the show, just because we had a spare one, I think. Don't you, Norm? Yes. 
That's true. Excellent. Um, so, are we are we going to do theme things? Is there anything else anybody wants to mention this week? Or are we just going to say hi? We'll be back next week, and it's Mister Cow's fault next week. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So we're, we're going to be going off, and we're going to be fixing um, uh, Ed's thirty eights system over in uh, Colonia. Uh, we finished the mugs, so we're going to be testing out and breaking the latest changes to the fleet carriers. And then the beta testing finishes on the 20th. And then we've got a little bit of a gap, and then hopefully we'll have a whole new universe to play in shortly afterwards with stuff. And we're going to work out who's going to be the first one to get their uh, fleet carrier over to Mitterrand Hollow and Beagle Point and Sagittarius A and around Eden near Hutton Orbital, complete with three anacondas. That's three anacondas. <laughs> Um, and limpets for Flossie, just so you know, people can top up local to Flossie on extra limpets <laughs> for the next mission. And we're going to be looking at whether we can load it up with mugs, whether we can take it places, we can make events, but uh, things are quiet, but then they're going to be noisy later. And then we can all queue for CQC, which is fantastic. Um, it remains for me to say uh, thank you very much to everybody who joined in last weekend. Thank you very much to our listener. Or maybe two this week. There's retired Navy IT one and Cully and oh, three Litho Breaker as well, and all the rest of you actually as well, um, and to the radio team. It's a pleasure as always. And remember the Prime Directive: to boldly seek out new knowledge and new entertainment, and stay at least two meters away from absolutely everybody. <laughs> um, right. Let's go with the final guesses. Should we go through the list and put emphasis on the right words? And I'm going to give Amelia that one. You know the one, Amelia? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Okay. <clears throat> we're going to put emphasis on the words, and then we're going to close the competition. Um, so we'll go Mr. Deadmeat, the first song with, with emphasis. I Feel Free by Cream. Ooh, creamy. And then Amelia, come on. Do You'll it justice. miss it when it's gone. The skiffle players. And Flossie. Temptation, the tea party. The tea party. And uh, Mr. Palantir? That's Entertainment by The Jam. So we've got, hang on a second, if we had cream and scone and a tea party and jam... We would be in Devon. Cornwall. No, Cornwall's the other way up. Oh, wait a second. No, it's cream before the jam, isn't it? No, check it. The, the Queen has jam first, but that's still not right. Devon, it's cream followed by jam. See, I have Ooh. it the way, I, I do it the way that she does, you see. I, 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 I jam, then cream. I think it's a damn sight easier to spread cream on top of jam than it is trying to get jam on top of cream. Well, isn't it you, easy just to turn the thing upside down if you go it wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but... That may, but work, that may work for you in so many parts of your life, Flossie, but... Um, is that um, what you do to the wrong way? Do you turn him upside down when he's gone wrong? <laughs> In the next episode of Home <laughs> with the Snockers. <laughs> yes, um, so, so yes. Now, you see, we, we were actually going with the theme guess of, obviously, a, a nice cream tea, but nobody got the cream tea. Did we have any guesses that were close to a cream tea? Oh, no, we, there were we some. Did, we did. Cully was the first. We got, we got Ali Jacks had all sorts of stuff that were putting in that were wild guesses with food in there, but Cully388, as everybody knows who looks in Twitch was the first one to say scones, which is... Uh, and the first one to actually say tea and scones was Atrus 5060! 
So uh, shared, shared honors for you, and you both mm. beat uh, the Litho Breaker this week. But we've forgotten something, haven't we? We've forgotten something. So we're going to say goodnight and thank you very much, everybody. But before the last tune, we're going to admit that we forgot something with our cream tea. Who would like to take us out with the final link and uh, for the mug? Volunteers? Well, yeah. <laughs> I think that this is something that it's it's for us or all or for us. And we're all under the influence. And, of course, what do we not have on here? We have the yellow stuff. It, our song number five is Orpheus Under the Influence by the Buttertones. And do we want to say what the last song is? And after then shortly that, after that, we're just going to, for those of you who don't like them, just have some plain white teas with a lazy day afternoon, which is the perfect way to enjoy your cream tea. Good night, everybody. For the mug. Good night. Mug. Mug. For the seamless mug. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? You got the big mallet. Can you can you thump the hamsters for us? No, don't do that. No, they're digital hamsters. It doesn't hamsters. No, it's digital hamsters. Kill the holographic hamsters. Here we go. He's lining them all up. Marvin's amazing phone. Oh! There we go. We might be back soon. Clearly the internet just doesn't like Hutton. That's what it Oh good now. There we go. We're all we're all straight again now. Thank you very much, Norman. We'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll tell you uh, when we need the um the amazing Norman's phone malleting again. There's something obviously going on shenanigans with it. We blame the internet. It's fine. Um, no, I think I think that, that the hamsters are revolting again, uh, Norman. Do <laughs> oh, you mean I've got to say it all again? No, I've restarted. No, 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 you, you've already restarted it. Way yes. better. I, I think I think this is going to be an ongoing theme this evening. So for those of you listening, watching, whatever else, we're just going to keep feeding the hamsters, and every now and again, um, you yell "choppy" at us, and then then we fix it because um, the alternative is we go offline, and that'd be rubbish. 